Hello and welcome back to the Figcast Extra episode 16. We've been doing this for 16 weeks in a row. I'm joined, as always, by Sporting Panda. How are you doing, mate? I'm, I'm probably slow today because it's so warm. I think I might have sunstroke. It's 28 where I am. <sighs> 29? Yeah. Oh, and I'll tell you word. what, I bought... Um, I don't know if I bored you with this story before, but I bought myself a DeLonghi, fairly expensive portable what, air what conditioning unit. DeLonghi's the make, <laughs> uh, the manufacturer. But I bought myself a portable air conditioning unit, but the back room is too large for it to cool oh, down. No. And there's skylights, so the sun's coming through. So it's like a greenhouse. So the back of the house is just, you can't live there. It's in- inhabitable. Uh, the only way to the only way to deal with it I first think. world problems right? well, exactly the only way to deal with it is to get a i guess a professional install of an aircon unit i don't know but sure you could afford that mm, yeah it just you can't have a work <laughs> when you're around can you though in this day and age? yeah you can't you can't so um, uh... so i'm melting so it's, it's so it's so hot i am i am incredibly worn i've been i've been on my balcony all day it's uh it's not exactly cool is it but uh do you turn i mean it, what do you turn easily I don't turn at all, actually. But I don't. I'm very pale, as as you know. But I don't. I don't really burn either, which is a bit weird. Like I don't know. I don't know if my skin just kind of doesn't, you know, it doesn't take in any sunlight any other way. But I've been trying my best. I'm going to try this kind of lockdown to to try and get some sort of build some non a yeah not, build build some sort of palette because at the moment some I'm palette, I'm yes. on I'm on a4 piece of paper. Level. Yes, and you want to build some nice pigmentation and yeah. um, I guess. I don't know, like a lightly dusted piece of paper that's had a yeah. tea bag draped all over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'd love that. I'd absolutely yeah. kill, I'd bite your hand off for that. Yeah, I just I don't know. think it's yeah, going to yeah, come. Yeah. Don't think it's going to come. What have you been up to the last week? Oh, I, do you know, I um, I was trying to think about this before before we started recording, and um, it's gone very quickly. Obviously, I watched the. Film. Really, I I thought it's been it's been ages. Yeah, yeah, we watched because the- I've I don't know I've launched the site since then, so it just feels like it was a year ago. Yeah, that, that was an incredible launch. One. The, the, the response <laughs> you got on Twitter actually blew me away. I was quite envious. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, was... I, I should be too envious after you've just got about fifty questions. Yeah, you're no, probably no. averaging about a question a minute when when you put these tweets up. So yeah, should be too envious. No, no, but honestly, that, that the website is so slick. My my sister works in. Um, online marketing media i don't exactly know the title but i told her to have a look at the website and she played around with it she's like yeah that's a very good website it's very slick how it links <laughs> and the quality. buttons how they click so oh, there you go you. that's a self-plug for people out there thank go you and click, go thank and click you. on the website footballindexguide.com cheers i'll plug that yeah and then uh, so i've been i've been on the website had a look around which i enjoyed watched the bundesliga football which we'll get to the mm. probably the most notable thing is i i uh, pressure washed the front drive have we had pressure washer conversation before? I think we have. Mm. I, maybe privately. Maybe pri- I bought I bought a Karcher K2, I think it is, and it's it's pretty <laughs> poor because you need to bend down very low, as Fi Gardner will know. It, it doesn't have the right PSI, the pressure to blast the stones. So I have to literally bend bend over and get very close to the stones to clean them. I should have got a model like a K6 or a K7, and then I could have stood bipedally vertically upright and clean them from a distance so i've got a bit of a bad back today because it took me about this is getting hours. eerily close to to gardener's dream isn't it of doing some sort of spin-off gardening show <laughs> yeah, I, I just i tell you what i think it might it's an insight into my life because there's no sport on to, to trade or anything so i just obsess over one job per week so pressure washing is probably the job and it's got to be perfect you know air conditioning pressure washers. i'm quite but meticulous speak, yeah, speaking on. of like mini 
pressure washers. Uh, Penguin from Index Gain had a question. He said, can you ask Panda how he's been doing with his new water pick? I've been looking at one for quite a few months, but can't see it. I'm presuming he means the the little water thing you meant for your teeth, the like flosser. Oh, I think it's called a water flosser. Yes. Yeah. It's, I don't know what he's meant it's there. It's superb but... because when we all brush our teeth, obviously the, the main surfaces, we generally do a pretty good job on. But if you use disclose, disclosure tablets, I think they're called, there's often coloration and we don't do a good job in the little gaps. And if you don't want to get the string floss out, use this and what a product it is. Yeah, I should mm. be, I should get, um, what's the word? Commission. Kick, kickback. <laughs> You should get you should get commissions for for that for the pressure washer know, for the air conditioning unit. Honestly, it's changed my life. This water. <laughs> I wonder if I can find someone at uh, Oral B and send them. Oh, sorry, it's Philips. It's Philips. It's a Philips, Philips. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think I've got Speaking of dental stuff, though, I've 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 gone and bloody got a fucking um, wisdom tooth infection on the other tooth on the other wisdom tooth. How insane is that? Yeah, are you on antibiotics um, again? I, I'm I'm back on them, so I I tried to resist for about a uh, half a day. The morning that I, cause I woke up in pain, like really big pain, about five six a.m. and I was like, "God, I know this feeling," um, and it was just on the other side. And obviously, as you do, you, you go and message uh, Index Go Mesh Ali, who's who's the nicest man oh, yeah. in, in Football Index Twitter. He is, and I like, listen, mate, I'm fucked. What do I do? Uh, and then I called my dentist first thing, uh, and he was like, "Look, I'm going to prescribe you some antibiotics." Um, you know, but but only take them if it gets worse. Like if the 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 barometer, I think, is if you can open your mouth without pain, you're probably you could have probably all right. If you just scrub it hard and oh, really? get some coarse steel mouthwash, yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah, open your mouth, uh, okay. And then and then as as the day, day went on, it just slowly started to edge in. And I was like, look, I'm taking these antibiotics. Started taking them, uh, got a bit better. Uh, every morning's a little bit of a, a struggle, but a bit of neurofen, these antibiotics, and I've, I'm all right. But remember the, the last one? I mean, I was. I struggled to do both pods. It could it could have been the first week that I can remember where we wouldn't have had a pod, which would have been a big shame. But you know, dental hygiene aside, well, not even hygiene. I, mean, I don't know like, how's it been happening because after the first time it happened, I've been viciously scrubbing my teeth. You know, I'm not letting any food get in between those, and somehow it's happened again. I but don't know it, how. Yeah, I, I was tempted to go on and answer, but I don't know if people. Well, I guess they can complain if they don't like it, but it must be because your teeth are impacted. Are there aren't the wisdom teeth growing through at a very awkward angle or almost probably, horizontally? Probably, and it's impossible to brush the the food away that get caught in the gaps. Um, very tricky, very tricky. I'd have mine out, as you know. So I might have to do the same, mate. If it happens again, I'm I'm, I'm all out. A, mo- uh, a media mogul like yourself can't be missing podcast <laughs> appearances with infected wisdom teeth. So you need to get them. Don't even need them for anything, don't you? As well, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, just get rid. Uh, Bundesliga. Let's talk yeah. about football. Did a you welcome return. <laughs> yeah. Did you? You know, I was shaking as the, I think I was chatting to you in one of the group chats, and I was honestly <laughs> sat there when BT Sport coverage hit at two o'clock, and obviously Honigstein. And Hargreaves was at home, wasn't oh, it? Oh, a great and cast, isn't it? It was it was really good. I do like Honigstein. And um I like him, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I like I quite like Hargreaves as well. He's a bit boring, but I like his insight. Do you know there's something fairly um what's the word? Not intelligent. I don't really generally like football pundits because I think they're full of cliches mm. and they don't offer a lot of insight, but he's quite cultured and seems to mm. have quite a broad understanding of the game. Like he can step back and he strikes me as a player that would go on to be a good coach because he understands his limitations and he, he communicates well. But I like Hargreaves and um, I love the coverage. It, i tell you what I found odd. When we saw PSG versus um, Dortmund as coronavirus was hitting us, you know, with the Rugani incident, 
that I think that was one of the first games to be behind closed doors. I felt awfully depressed that night when mm. Dortmund the, went to PSG. I, I, the, one, the one where it hit me was uh, was when Arteta, as an Arsenal fan, got diagnosed. I think that's when it sent shockwaves through the Premier League, didn't it? Because oh, it was about forty hours of panic, and yeah. um, and and so so that that game with that 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 game behind closed doors in Paris was very depressing. But the same game last week, i.e., Dortmund and Schalke. Um, at the Signal Aduna Park, I think it's called. That was quite uplifting. You know, it's mm. funny that the same, it's the same setting, empty stadium, no fans. But I found this a lot more enjoyable than before. And it's probably, I guess it's, it's obvious, isn't it? Because we've been starved of football for so long. But mm. it just shows you how perception has changed. And I'm quite grateful for some, you know, it's good entertainment for it to be back. Mm. So what mm. games did you watch then? Tell me. I watched, uh, I watched Dortmund as it was the first one, as I think we both did. I watched a bit of the Bayern game, and I watched a bit of the Leverkusen game. And what, what about you? Um, pretty similar, actually. I was going to ask you for any standout performances, or did anything catch your um, eye in those? Thought games Julian or... Brandt looked, looked magical oh, for Dortmund. That was but, my, I that... mean, do you, know, do you know what? Schalke were dog shit, though. Jesus Christ, they were bad. When Dortmund. After the first 15 or 20 minutes where Schalke played quite well, um, yeah, once Dortmund kind of got on top of them, and they, they were just poor Schalke, weren't they? And every time Dortmund were kind of transitioning and countering, there was so much space, it felt like, mm, on the pitch. Julian Brandt is the name I have written down here. I thought he was sublime. You know, like the weight of pass, the vision, the balance on the ball. He was really good. And reminded me, I was really pissed off last year because do you remember he was going to be a big summer transfer? Well, I had him pegged to be. And then out yeah, of nowhere, he's just... had a weird, weird, not a weird career, but he went to the, he went to the, uh, well, was it the World Cup where everyone was like, why the hell is this kid gone? And he hit that, um, and he hit that really hard, you know, the volley where Germany got knocked out. Where he he missed a, he hit a volley from about twenty five yards and it hit the bar. I can't remember, was it the World Cup or the Euros? But he was like a surprise inclusion, and mm. I think a lot of people were like, oh, he's not really the best. Uh, you know, it was ahead of Leroy Sane, wasn't it? And he, they were like, oh, how's he going ahead of Sane? And now, you know, if you look at their careers comparatively, um, Leroy Sane is obviously phenomenal, but he's he's had so many injury problems and uh, not fallings out, but I don't know if Pep really fancies him that much. And Julian Brandt has gone on to become kind of this very versatile inside winger, central midfielder, central attacking midfielder. And he's, mm. he's just made a really good career for himself so far, hasn't he? It's interesting. I mean, for those who maybe aren't so familiar with PB and the Matrix, um, well, there probably aren't many of them, but I've just pulled up Brandt's pb scores in front of me and not so much pb average which i don't tend to like as much as obviously pb max and the peak scores he hasn't actually had has he a blockbuster breakout game it's no. got two one three as his uh, he, he's never done the what score this year which surprises me actually he's never exactly done what what havertz done uh the the in that Leverkusen game where he scored two goals and it was kind of like the world was watching because it was mm. the only game at the time. Mm. Julian Brandt hasn't really. He's also been overshadowed though, hasn't he? You know, he's in a team with Jaden Sancho and uh, Haaland. He's probably the third best player there. Yes, um, and so it's kind of you know he's like the the Rodman to the to the MJ and the Pippin, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's probably fair. That's probably fair. I, I still I've st I still hold out hope that he has a Premier League transfer to him one day. If Dortmund are a selling club, which we know they are, and they do sell a big star, I mean, 
he still would have a fairly hefty price tag if he did travel over here. But um, yeah, so Brant, yeah, I liked Brant's performance. Anyone else in that game? Um, well, obviously, um, it's hard to ignore the, the first goal scorer, isn't it? But I think we've got a question on him, so we can save our chat. <laughs> a lot of people thought that was an easy finish. Did he shin it? Did he shin it? Kind of, but it was it was so oh, I don't know so notch. It was such a satisfying finish to just like you know when a keeper doesn't move, I just think it makes the goal so much better. What when they rooted to the floor? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. they're just rooted and you can't, you just can't do anything. I did let out a laugh when he scored. I was just like, oh, it's him again. <laughs> 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 I did just smile to myself. You know, it did, yeah, it did make it look incredibly easy. Um, um, so Dortmund, uh, yeah, Dortmund obviously beat down on Shell. I mean, Rafa, Rafa Guerrero as well. We haven't even mentioned him. Him and Hakimi. Um, I think yeah. you just saw uh, the players who are the most physically intense, um, like Hakimi, like mm. Haaland, like Guerrero, yep. um, uh, like uh, uh, even Akanji, for example. The, mm. the players that are the most, the biggest engines and the, the strongest, the fastest, seem to have fared well. And um, you know, I, I mean, watching Hakimi rip down that right hand side, mm. he mm. is he is so quick and powerful and then Guerrero on the other side who's yeah, yeah. I don't really know if he's a left back or a left mid wing or whatever you want to call him these days but the, mm. the second finish was a joke wasn't it Ext- yeah they're both extremely dynamic and that's probably a fair question to put to you well maybe it's that guy again um Holland if he loses Hakimi and Sancho does the output suffer because they are so dynamic down the right hand side and there's so much attention paid to them and they give such quality um, balls and service. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Number one, I'm, I'm excited to see how Dortmund potentially go about replacing them because they recruit so well, just like Leipzig do and a lot of the German clubs. So how are they going to replace them part A? But then the impact on those two, if you take them out, on the goal scoring prowess of, of uh, Holland. I think it's a really good question. And I think they've recently extended Lucas Piszczek for a year. So I, I think, think they're, right, they're yeah. internally preparing for that, aren't they? Um Hakimi going back, was it? Would it be this summer or next summer? He's on a two-year loan, isn't it? Yeah, see, I, I think he's good enough now that he goes back, and he's got the Algerian connection with Zidane, and I think he steps mm. in above Danny Carvajal, who mm, was quite poor before Christmas, and I think he's been better post Christmas. But I still think Hakimi offers so much more out of the right back spot. So I think he goes in and plays there. So I don't know if Madrid can bring him back this summer. I would need to check that, but I would, I would, I would make that call. Who would you replace Sancho and if you're the sporting director of Dortmund, yeah. who would you bring in for Sancho and who would you bring in for um, who would you bring in for Hakimi? So, well, actually, I'll throw it back to you because um, I can't think on the spot. Who who can you replace them both with? Um, I mean, I, I think the guy that's been talked about or linked to Liverpool and Leipzig and mainly Leipzig recently, Milot Rashica, is the one that was linked to Dortmund actually first mm. and then Liverpool and then Leipzig and Leipzig seem to be the, the front runners now. I don't really know why they haven't looked at him too much. Um, there's, you know, other young wingers in the Bundesliga that they might look at like Musa Diaby, uh, Marcus Turam, I guess is someone who could, from a goals and assist standpoint, maybe uh, try and, um, you know, uh, try and match some of the output that, that sent. you're never going to find someone that identically I, I kind of when Arsenal sold Raven Van Persie and they and they brought in Giroud and Podolsky it was kind of necessary to, to to buy that much firepower I wonder if 
the combination of someone like a Rashitsa or a Turam or Diaby and like promoting Gio Reyna from within means that you can kind of try and nullify the the loss of. of and there's also there's so. also the guy at uh, Hertha, Hertha Berlin, um, Dodi. I forgot his name now. Uh, Luka Bakio. Sc- yes, that's the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it's. I agree with the overall high-level point. As someone that kind of looks at recruitment, and I do like the transfer windows, you're just not going to find an off-the-shelf tailor-made what about um, right replacement back, for Sancho. What about right-back? So, There's the um, the Ajax, yeah, is it Sergino Dest? Sergino, yeah. He's been yeah, linked yeah. to Bayern and then someone else as well. Uh, but but that, that, you know, that you, would be enticing, you, wouldn't you, it? Yeah, you, you'd spend the money, though, wouldn't you, to improve... You'd... F- you know, like the money ball approach, the uh, Oakland A's, you'd find the output that Sancho offered you and then obviously Hakimi. And then you'd think, well, can I get creative? Can I get some extra goals out of this position? You know, you'd have to upgrade various other positions to match the output of the star player. Mm. And Dortmund are very adept at doing mm. that. So, yeah. Um, what about, um, uh, let's talk about the other games a little bit because we've gone very Dortmund heavy. Yeah, too much. Too much game. Dortmund, too sorry. We, we keep we keep <laughs> going too deep. It's like when I went on that, uh, that long deep talk about uh how atletico madrid managed to beat liverpool <laughs> no one liked that yeah, apart from lee butler it... shout out lee butler yeah yeah we go too deep like in wisdom teeth every topic is too deep maybe but uh, i don't know um so leverkusen you watched uh that boy kai mm. kai havertz um, mr diaby um both looked very very good um, yeah, and let, let's not beat around the bush here because Moussa Diaby at what, 19 now has gone in and he's basically thrown Leon Bailey out of the side. Mm, mm. Quite damning. Um, and and quite, well, you know, damning, the other, the other guy who I quite looked, um the centre-half that they got out of Brazil. Yeah, What's I know. his name? He's yeah, got a very hard-to-pronounce yeah. name. <sighs> yeah, because he's benched Jonathan Tarr. Yeah, he's good. I think I watched um, one of his games at Tapsopa. Uh, yeah, he's a good. He's yes. a good. He's a very good centre half, isn't he? Looks yeah, good. I, I look forward to seeing more of him. Yeah, he was really good. Um, yeah, so Leverkusen are back, um, and then Bayern fairly routine. Do you know who I thought was completely finished, but has somehow managed to wriggle himself back? Are in? you going to tell me Thomas? I'm going to tell you, tell you Thomas Muller because, but uh, the life of me at the end of last season, I look. I I think I remember watching a couple games. Um, and he just looked kind of like completely out of sorts. Uh, I think he was probably playing more inside. And now this season, he's gone back out wide and he's kind of, his output's been ridiculous, hasn't it? Yeah, it's good output. And there was a good story about him from Rio Ferdinand when United used to play Bayern. He said he hated playing mm. against Muller because oh. Muller would run you to various channels and various positions on the pitch. And without realising, you'd be following him and then you'd be like, hang on a minute, why am I over here? And he said his movement was incredible and very hard to handle. You know, like passing him off and sort of focusing and keeping an eye on him. So I think he's just one of the, an extremely intelligent player. Mm. Probably an underrated player. Oh, very intelligent. Because he spent his whole life in Germany. So we don't really talk too much about him over here, do we? Very, very smart player. He, he's had a renaissance, I agree. He's a very, very yeah. good player um, and had a very, yeah. very good career. I mean, um, yeah. the amount of goals he scored, um, you know, in World Cups, big game player. He's, he's phenomenal, isn't he? Phenomenal. Anyone, yeah. anyone else in, uh, the, in the Bayern game that um, stood out to you? N- nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, I don't think I learned anything new, which mm. I guess, um, yeah, it, fairly routine weekend, I thought. Mm. I mean, the, 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 the rises, I thought, were healthy across the platform. I don't think there were any 
astronomical rises, but some very chunky rises. Um, Guerrero, Haaland were the main ones that I can think yeah, of. Yeah, Havertz yeah. was a lot of money anyway, but I think about £36,000 went into him. I don't know if the math is correct. They're, they're very crude maths <laughs> I've just pulled from my head because I was thinking about the percentage and the assumption of how many shares to move him. So there was money moving into players, but there's, that leads quite nicely into the, the question that I was going to ask you. I mean, when you look at the market over the last week, I know for myself, I've stopped spending dividends. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think, I guess you, would you think others are doing the same? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I have had this conversation with people about kind of key, keeping a cash balance for these uh, matching engines coming on. And I, I think I've had this conversation with PB Man quite a lot. When players are very undervalued or uh, you've you've built your hypothesis and there is players that fit your kind of criteria that you think are really, really undervalued, they can kind of rise at any time for no reason because they are undervalued, if that makes sense. Um, a lot of people will need new information for those rises to happen. But, you know, um, I think when we saw Sancho go from £6 to £13, um, the reason that was such an explosive rise if you look at the last, uh, well, 2020 overall, I mean, it's a big rise money-wise, isn't it, in the last three or so months. The reason was because he was, like, severely undervalued at that price. And um, and with some of these players, if you do hold on until uh, matching engines come in, there is no reason why some of these players might not go up 10, 20, 30% that you're kind of thinking about putting bids on anyway. Yeah, that's true. That was my... That was my um... That was the way I was operating until last Thursday. Um, and it, it just hit me with the matching engine announcement that, hang on, I, I just need oh, some cash no. in. I want to try Football it. Football Index just tweeted. <laughs> what? They've just tweeted, start your engines. Uh, a gif, Where? go on, go on, look. <laughs> it's happened again while we're recording. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose at this point. Um Oh, here we go. Here we go. So you know, well, let, okay. So let, so let, let I'll just, that's 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 giving me a jolt of energy. So as I say, last Thursday I've been holding cash, and I think lots of others have been holding cash, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that to want to exploit and try the new match engine because it's going to be fun. So I think that's had a bit of a, a kind of a, dep- a depressive effect on the market and kept prices a little bit in check. So here we go. We had the maintenance of the website this morning between six and eight. And now we get start your engines. So I would imagine they're going to launch tomorrow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. If that does happen, that is fair play to them. Fair play. You, well, he said within... He within said two he weeks. So when's your deadline? Within It's next Wednesday, isn't it? <sighs> next Wednesday is the hard deadline. But I, uh, I give them a little bit of slack, maybe some last minute niggling issues. So maybe a couple of weeks after that. But I'm hoping we get some strong noise. And, you know before next wednesday mm. and it looks like we're going to mm. well that is when do you think it's coming when do you think it's coming up oh, i don't know i i i don't really know like, i think maybe or is this ipos this this nah nah, nah 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 engines come on matching engine it's got to be oh <laughs> come on panda come stupid. on you're smarter than that yeah. stupid panda. i am yeah okay. um i mean that, that's exciting, exciting. Like, we've got some questions about matching engines so we're gonna well, let's let's wait let's wait on that so there you go so i've got my cash ready now. just before i plug the athletic i wanted to pick your brains on a rumor that i saw and then i actually discussed on the state of player pod cheekily little uh plug there for you my other podcast all about football if you guys want to check that out but we were talking about the rumored big boy swap of Pjanic and De Ciglio from Juventus over to 
Barcelona for Semedo and twenty-two million pounds. And you know, you're a you're a former accountant, if you don't mind me revealing that uh, on the air, an elite one as well. Um, that, that those numbers don't add up for me. You know, I I I I've got Pjanic down as you know a twenty-five million pound player, even at his age of thirty. Uh, and I've got the Chiglio probably at about 10, 12 million pounds. I've got Samadio at probably a 25 million pound player. So what what's actually going on there? You know, Juventus seem to be offering up about, you know, a lot more than he's worth. Yeah. 45 million? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't get it. What, what's the relationship like between the clubs? I'd have to look back in the history. It, it's, it, it does look bizarre. And I do give this rumour some traction as well, because I think, um, Agresti or Romano, one mm-hmm. of the two Italian-based journalists. I think it was Agresti, yeah. They said it isn't done, but there's something going on here. So, um, you know, I, I thought the transfer market would offer some some creativity. I didn't necessarily mean creative accounting, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it does look. I mean, it's a bit of a wage dump, isn't it? It is. So, it is. Pjanic must be on a fair fair ward. You know, if, if you think about, you're clearing wages off the books, aren't you? Um, big wages, which are cash flows leaving your business at Juventus. You're bringing in Semedo and potentially you can defer the cash payments you give him. So from a purely cash flow perspective, Juventus are maybe happy to defer some payments out to Barca to get the big wages off of their books. Mm, that's that's Sorry, I've been distracted by someone sent me a screenshot of... Um like a, a a picture and it basically it's got your portfolio watch list and then my bids tab so there's going to be a tab to see all your bids that looks i've just seen that it looks a little bit like um betfair oh nice nice well um ish ish, ish. uh but anyway sorry uh transfers, yeah, yeah, transfers. Yeah, so... i think i think something dodgy is going around on there well not dodgy it's just like you know i think it's it's the first thing you'd sit down with your clubs, sporting directors would sit down with the finance guys and look, go look, what can we do to have as much wiggle room as possible? And my follow-up question is actually, sorry, I reminded myself now, Pjanic leaving, De Chiglio is being replaced by Semedo, let's say hypothetically this happens, you then leave yourself with Matuidi, Ramsey, uh, Benton Core in central midfield. Am I missing anyone? And then Rab- uh, Rabiot, uh, Rab- Rabiot. Rabiot, yeah. Is... Mm. Is the Pogba thing maybe going to creep back if that if that swap happens? I think I think so. I mean, you've got Jorginho, haven't you, in the mix as yeah. well, who's had some links to go back with Sari. So it could be creating space for Jorginho to go and conduct, which I think makes some sense. But yeah, Pogba as well. You're also probably you you had the quote last night from Ollie, didn't you? I don't know if it's an official one, but it was in the Sun. It spoke about he doesn't want a hole. Yeah, in the team. I saw that. Um, he preferred to have a hole as opposed to an a hole in the Weirdly, team. Weirdly, I like a hole in his squad, uh, and I thought that was quite damn. I associated that more with Jack Grealish rather than Paul Pogba. Oh, I don't okay, know why. Okay. I don't. I don't know fair. why, but it's maybe a warning to Pogba, but it's also maybe a. We talked about this before, haven't we? Ollie's very. He wants these kind of like. He wants players that want to be there and don't want to fuck about with their careers. And I just, I think he must be talking to the board and the board must be going, like, look, we could probably get this boy at, at a decent fee if they go down, if Villa go down. And he must just be pointing to the headlines that are associated with him. And I don't, I, I don't know if you can blame him. No, 
No, no, no, I agree. We've, we've discussed um, so many players so, already, already during this. I'm lost on this track. One thing I do, it's a good little tip for people. Maybe it's a bit over the top. I've got, you know, in the, well, in the NFL, you can click on teams' websites. You can go and do it, all of you listening. And you can find the depth charts, which are quite nice. So it shows you the formation of the defense or offense. And it gives you the players at each position, you know, who's first, second, and third. Um, and that's quite a good, good piece of work to do for each of the major clubs because you can start to identify where the gaps are in squads and where players of a certain age, or maybe, you know, they've got two right backs who are very old. So you, you can start to kind of identify what positions they need. And then you can kind of work on who's available, look at contract lengths. Um, so you can start to put the pieces together yourself. So I quite enjoy that. And it can be quite lucrative, the transfer trading. Wow. Wow. That is that is some hot tip. You should charge for those. I know. I'll t- I tell you another thing I wanted to ask you before we must go on to the questions. Data. Do you notice data creeping in more and more to FI? We've got a question on that. I did see it, I did we... see it pop up, so I'm going oh, I'm to read fine. that. I'm gonna put... I've got a really good answer to pin that. I've got a big pin in spiel that. about data. Pin in that yeah. one. Uh, before we All move right, on, fine. need to plug The Athletic. They're an amazing, in-depth uh, sports coverage subscription site with amazing writers such as the aforementioned Rafa Honigstein. Uh, if you want 50% off your annual subscription for the best sports writing around, go to theathletic.co.uk slash fig. It's £2.49 a month if you go for their annual deal. I'm going to ask you that question again, Panda. What have you been buying recently that costs you more than £2.49? Oh, I bought a pressure washer. That's easy. <laughs> That's way more than 70 quid. 70 quid out of the box. <laughs> and it wasn't the right one. It's, it's caused you some back pain, so it might cause you some... Yeah, because I have to bend so low. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for the questions, isn't it? Time for questions, yeah. Unless, um, I tell you, can we start the questions with an unusual approach this okay. week? I just wanted to touch upon a tweet and get your opinion on, on this, all right? It's a tweet from a guy, um, I forget his name exactly, which is so rude. And I forgot to bookmark it. Zen, you know, art and yes. Zen of trading. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah, sorry about that if you're listening. And he said one of the things that we're not, we're not discussing enough as a community is Raheem Sterling. And he's kind of drop off the, the radar, I guess you'd call it, because he was such a hot buy, wasn't he, at the start of the season? And um, I thought I'd just draw attention to him. And I guess we've got a few factors, haven't we? Do you agree with me that the factors probably are... I guess just a lack of media wins recently. Yeah, and yeah, and I think his media. I think his his media wins. Let me read them go on, quickly, go on. and then I like media wins this this year. Twenty fourth of November, new contract. Sixteenth, fourteenth, thirteenth, and twelfth of November, Kosovo racism and Joe Gomez. Twenty second of October, hat trick against Atalanta. First uh, of October, goal from the bench versus Zagreb. Okay, fine. And then thirteenth and the eleventh of September, Bulgaria racism. So. Since he hasn't been a positive figure and stepping up against racism, and with the clouds of what Adam Cole has said around whether racism is going to be removed from the articles or not, has that had a negative impact on him? Uh, I think so. But I always, I also think about the other thing, which is if you think about Raheem Sterling last season, he yeah. probably had the best season he's ever going to have in his career. Do, do, you, do you think he'll ever have a better one? Well, last year... I don't know this off the top of my head. I think he was 17 and 9, 17 goals, 9 assists. I think he's 11 and 1 or 11 and 2 this year. So he has dropped down. Um, but the thing about Sterling is that I'm going to put his numbers up as well. The, the goals per 9. 17 and 10 last season. 17 yeah. and 10. And last in the Champions year. League, okay. he was 5 and 2. Yeah, okay. So what you're saying to me is he had such a peak season, it was going to be hard for him to match that output. Yeah, I just. Uh... I I think about 
players that you'd want to hold on FI. And you always you want to you want to hold the players that have their kind of like their best situation coming forward, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I guess I, I, I kind of do, but I feel like it's being harsh to say that was like the peak of the cliff. Like, I feel he's so talented he could go and do it again. But I do see what you're saying. So there was such do, big numbers. Let, let me let me ask you, do you think Raheem Sterling will ever get more than 26 goals and assists in 31 starts again in the Premier League ever. Because I, I don't think he will. He got 26 goals 20, in the Premier no, League? No, he got 27 goals and assists in 31 starts. Oh, sorry, 27. 27 yeah. goals so and assists in 31 I, I think, starts. Right, so his goals and assists. He was basically, he was basically doing, uh, yeah, like a, a, a goal or assist every 100 minutes or so, wasn't he? Yeah, so his G&A per 90, I've got it here, was 0.84. Mm. Whereas this year, it's dropped down to 0.54. Oh, wow. So that is quite a stark drop-off, isn't it, in terms of output? Is that the emergence um, of Mares a little bit as well? Yeah. And City, I think, have dropped their pressing. Mm. They're, not quite as, they're not quite as dominant as they were last year. So I think there's factors for it. And if City get back to their kind of their best, then he can bring it up again. But you are right. Uh, goals and assists, yeah, 0.84 per 90 is high. I, I do want to um, draw just on one other negative, I think, because I think he's a fantastic player. He's, he's also I love a, a great I love ambassador of, unbelievable. of, you know, uh, fighting uh, for equality yeah. in, in football, yeah, etc. Yeah. We all know off the pitch, he's, he's a fantastic guy as well. But he has been playing professional football since he was 17. And because I've got his who scored um, numbers up, in okay. the 2012-13 season, which he would have been, would he have been 18 or 17 or 18? He he started 19 games, right? Which is quite a lot for a teenager. Of yes, age. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he, he also started 24 in the subsequent season, 34 in the next, and then he went to City. So he's played a lot of minutes for someone his age already. He's played 23,952 minutes already at the age of 25 or 26. Absolutely. Um, which is a lot, right? I mean, if we look at Phil Foden, for example, he... Oh, interruption. Oh, Flashing oh, lights. Oh, no. Matching engine is going live at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. This is this is, this is is some stuff, isn't it? Should we come back to that? Should we finish what you were saying? <laughs> no, I think we should just... Well, I mean, I was going to say, Phil Foden... Yeah, because Phil I was Foden, enjoying Phil it. Foden, I was learning. Phil Foden's played 755 minutes, right? Wow. So let's, let's compare that to Raheem Sterling... Yeah. Uh, in his first season, played for Liverpool, he played 1,775 minutes and 2,200 in his next season. So he played basically 4,000 minutes by the time that I think Foden's played however many he's played so far. And that doesn't necessarily mean that Foden won't become better than Sterling or won't have a better career than Sterling. It just means that maybe, just maybe, that Sterling has an earlier peak than you know, someone like Foden who gets managed. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And we will go on to match <laughs> listeners, I promise. Although when you're reading it, you'll have read it anyway. Yeah. So there's no real urgency. I just want to, one other thing I've noticed here on the screen in front of me, right? Harry Kane, his GNA per 90 um, last season was 0.78. And this season it's 0.66. If you strip out penalties, um, it drops even further, I believe. And I'm looking here at his defensive actions, which is quite interesting, in terms of pressures in the attacking third. Over the last three years, his pressures in the attacking third have dropped from 208 to 191 to 162 this year. So they're on a bit of a downward trend. Um, 
So that's quite interesting. I just noted there, which matches what I what I use my eyes with because I do think at times um, he has lost a little bit of athleticism. This break, I think, will, will help Harry Kane quite a bit. I think he needed this massively for his career. But Sterling and Kane, the two kind of English lead strikers, just a little bit out of FI love, uh, FI favour at the moment, aren't they? The other thing was Sterling, no Champions League for two years. Mm, has potentially, impact, potentially. Uh, potentially, I saw some information yes, yeah. on that that maybe that's not going to be. That's going to Cass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. On the night, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, this is exciting, isn't it? I can't believe it. Can't believe Updating it. App. To, it's it's um, all happening, isn't it? I can't even. I'm so hot in this godforsaken office, <laughs> and now I've got to stay in here longer, probably. So it's, it's also so... just been confirmed, actually, because there was some mm. ten bids per footballer. So it's there was. I think it was right. Trading Bear. Um, who used to do the, the daily pod um he he basically tweeted that he had it confirmed that it would be 10 bids per footballer not 10 bids concurrently at the same time which is interesting but uh wow what a surprise tomorrow you had that deadline uh for um yeah you know uh well next look, i'm a professional i'm a professional speculator i actually circled the Bayern dortmund game next tuesday <laughs> and i thought we might get it on monday I thought we'd get the announcement tomorrow and then it launches Sunday through the night and starts Monday morning at 9am. So I had it as Monday. So I'm a, I'm a day, a working day out here, which I can forgive myself. Yeah, for. yeah, you but, can. Uh, I'm, I'm very, yeah, I mean, this is, this is massive to me. Right. And I think we've got a few questions anyway. We do, we? we do. Let's go for the questions. Let's go for them. Okay. Go on, you go first. Fine. Let me bring, let me just I'll, bring, I'll go first. Uh, I'll go first because I've got right, them up. Um... Football index tactics, so tactical neck. Who should I write my next thread about and what interests you about them? Oh, shit. Plugging, plugging his work, isn't he? Oh, man. Um, oh, no. No, no, no. I don't like it. Because this is the trouble. <laughs> you don't look. You go blank on the spot. Who do I... Maybe Martin Odegaard. Okay. I would love to wow, hear about okay. him and his offensive output and potentially how he can position himself into the Real Madrid team. And how does he kind of take over the Cruz Modric role? Because he offers a lot more dribbling ability probably than them, a lot more incisive passes. So, you know, how does that affect the Zidane setup? So I'd love something on Odegaard. Mm, nice. Go on. What about you? Um, I quite liked his piece about Trent because it proved me wrong. <laughs> quite like that yeah. thread. Uh, I think there would be some interest. Because I've read a crazy stat the other day that Trent Alexander-Arnold has hit PB scores that would be above the kind of mean for winning defenders in 19% of games he's played. Really? Which is ridiculous. I don't know if anyone wants to... I think it was FI Headhunter who's, who sent me it. Um, he was trying to pump TAA in my DMs. But I, I just I just looked at that. I was like, that's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? But go on, your, your question. He's got to be, Off the charts, he's got to be quick fired. Okay. If a player was convicted and go... Uh... And go to jail. That's poor grammar from soccer index. I don't usually expect that. If a player was to be to be convicted and head to prison, remove the platform, remove from the platform or keep, bet lost, or give an IS price, would this be the same if a player died? Um. So there is a we had a we had a little debate, didn't we, about this? Because well, we didn't have a debate. We had a debate with with a couple of friends about this about um, what they should do. And a lot of people think from a PR perspective, FI should pay maybe they should they should buy back maybe 50, 60 percent of the of the player. But I I don't have as much sympathy. I don't have as much empathy in that situation, because for me, as a holder of a player, like if I said to you right now that 
you should be able to probabilistically look at the chances of Jaden Sancho um, having a career-ending injury, dying, uh, God forbid, touch wood, or um, or going to jail. Right? You, as a as a speculator on this platform, you need to take. We're, we're, I think someone really well uh, put it well on one of the web pods, and it must have been like a hundred episodes ago. But they said we're buying people here. You know, we're trading people. You're not trading uh stocks which are a yeah a, uh, a group of people these are individuals who things can affect them and i think you uh, probably better than so many other um traders on the platform do that really well you look at the very human side of it but so so i want to pick your brains you know what do you think fi should do in mm. these situations mm. let's say mm. hypothetically and um you know if he's guilty Kind of hard to know. He mm. should definitely go to prison. Mm. But let's say he does, mm. right? Let's say he goes to prison, and let's say he gets a seven-year sentence, right? What What do FI do the next day after that is announced, and that is certain, and he's going to prison? They have to, I think, offer a settlement figure because we're in the first five to ten years of maybe first five years, I should say, of the business. So I think a settlement is good PR. Um, it may give people, you know, people can learn lessons still from it and not put themselves into the same position again. But a settlement could be good PR. Personally, I wouldn't have an issue if they didn't. But, you know, you've asked me, so that's what I'd potentially do. I'd get him off the platform. No doubt about that while he's in prison. I wouldn't think it's fair for him to be winning media or being in the spotlight while he's in there. I don't think it's a good look. Um, and then if he got released from prison and a Premier League club wanted to take him on again, you know, we're a society that believes in second chances. And if you serve the time and you're released and you're free to go back to work and a Premier League club takes you on again or a championship club or what have you, I think you have to IPO him again. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very difficult. And I don't I don't envy uh, Football Index. It's a very difficult position they're in. I mean, I, I may remove him before the court case, to be perfectly honest. You know, if he was charged... We're talking about Callum Hudson-Odoi yeah. here, aren't we? And there's allegations. Um, you know, I saw some things in the newspapers. We don't know, obviously, what happened. But there's allegations that he committed a crime. Well, he's been, he's been, he was, he's been arrested, hasn't he? He's been arrested and he's on police bail. And if he was to be charged in the middle of June, I think the charge is, is a significant moment. Whether you think about taking him off before the court case... Or you just leave him on to be traded. I don't know if that's a good look. Do you think that's a good look to trade a player's price on a court case? And ultimately he goes up or down depending on what the jury come back with. I Because you know, if he's found not guilty, I don't think he comes so. back to play again. I don't think so. No. So you'd take him off on the charge? Well, well, day, it's, it's or... <laughs> quite. you could just suspend trading on him. You could just yes, take away yep. the sell button. Uh, you could just, well, actually you can't now with matching engine. It's hard. You could just suspend, you yeah, could probably yeah, suspend trading on him right you could just like i don't know if they can suspend trading on all bets why can't they just spend trading on one um it's very harsh yeah and yeah 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 uh, yeah i mean i i believe uh, everyone has to own have accountability and it's not a free lunch and it's a trading platform and ultimately it's bad luck and that's why we have a balanced portfolio and that's why you know we don't overstake in one player rich coming from me i know but um <laughs> you know you're, you're balanced and uh, you've got to be aware of what could go wrong on these players but at the same time it, it's quite a new concept i don't know if that washes with you so it i think it's difficult but i would take him off before it got to court because i wouldn't really 
it wouldn't be for me. I don't think it's a great look to be trading on the outcome of a court case. Although bookmakers, you know, you, you can bet on outcomes, I believe. You can, yeah. So, <sighs> yeah. But we want we FI probably... to take a, a moral high ground on, on mainstream yeah, bit, yeah. bookmakers. Um, okay, uh, FI... Oh, is, no, it, is it me? That. Over to you. Yes. FI Gardner, who gets the most DMs a week, Panda or Fig? So I... Um, oh, how many DMs do I get? I don't answer DMs anymore. Um, oh, no way. They f- I'm probably get, I don't know, 40 to 50. Yeah. A week? A yeah, As in from probably. new from new people? Probably, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, 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 I yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> that's way <laughs> no, more no. than me. That's, probably, that's a pro- full-time job right there, mate. <laughs> new, new DMs. That's seven that. a day from new people. I'll, I'll probably get three or four a day. From new people? On big weeks for the index. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't really count. Uh, but I. Um... A lot of mine are just spam and abuse, though. So. <laughs> I don't know. I my DMs are a mess. They're horrible. You don't want to see them. There's so so many. Um, I've what I've been recently having since the website launch, which I don't oh, really yeah. like, is people from all across the world trying to spam me with their articles. Um, that they they want me to share or post on their blog on my oh, blog, right. and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know who you are. You've not even introduced yourself. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit, mm. it's a bit, you know. And, and then you've got me and Nick toiling away, looking at the the percentage passes that United play to the left side rather than the right side, and mm. um, it's mm. kind of a bit disrespectful. But um, go on, your your turn. Fi headhunter, what's your strategy for the first hour after the matching engine launches? I'm going to place bids on players that I've already got in my portfolio. That is that is my strat. That is my test. That's my. I'm going to be. Yeah. I'm just going to. I'm not even. I'm not even going to be a lot. Maybe ten features here, five. Just going to see what's what, you know. And I'm going to because as we discussed, and I think I've said on the last two podcasts, I have valued to death the players that I hold in my portfolio, so I can confidently, in my opinion, say what is a good deal and what is a bad deal. Uh, into, well, well you know it's not a bad deal because i'm buying under the buy price but do you know what i mean i'm, I'm yeah. that's what i'm gonna yeah. do what about you yeah I've, I've got five players that i own now that i'm gonna look to attack and get at decent prices and test out the matching engine as you know i've been building up cash from last thursday i've also got five players that i believe are out of sentiment so i believe they're negative sentiment players with big sell cues and i think people might want to take the cash for that so i'm hoping for some panic um, human instinct and um, to try and get some some good prices on those so I've got a list of about 10 players I'll look to target do you think people are going to start unlisting from from tonight oh, that I think somebody with a fairly big queue is probably I don't know Bruno Fernandez I think has got a big queue out there I think if people see the pink box flickering around and it looks like sales are going through at a decent price a lot of people are going to unlist yes and they're going to look to try and use the match engine so we could see some rises on those players mm, interesting uh fi and tonic who really loves your voice oh, um says yeah. if you become the if you became guy. the voice for any cartoon character who would it be and mm, why god mm. that voice uh love heart emoji we love mm. eyes emoji. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just ignore any potential sarcasm there, and you know we'll just go with just these beautiful compliments that come into me. Maybe Wiley Coyote. I think he's cunning. You know, I think he's sharp. Fair Not enough. sharp enough to catch Roadrunner, but I mean that's just you know. What about you? I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've got as as good a voice as yours. To be honest, 
You do. Although, do you know what? Do you know You're what? far better. I used to call you Fig Stern after the Great Howards. <laughs> after the Great Howards Stern. Do you know what, because... though? Do you know what? My voice has yeah. actually changed from in Feb 2018. Uh, I got my tonsils out and mm. my voice has changed slightly since then, which is interesting. So I don't know if it's yeah. for better or for worse. I don't really know what cartoon character I didn't. I, I didn't hear you back then. No, so you've got no answer for that. I've got no answer for that. Sorry. That's one nil to me then, because yeah, the whole point nil. of this is on the spot, you produce an answer. One I don't really me. watch cartoons. The only cartoon I watch these days I is don't like care. Rick, Rick, Rick and Morty. Right, so you're Rick then, fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be tough. I'd have to do a voice, wouldn't it? I don't know who Rick's... I have never watched that. Oh, you've got to watch Rick and Morty, Panda. Come mm-hmm. on. It's have bloody I? hilarious, yeah. I watched Gangs so of London good. this week. Uh, any good? Yeah, very good. Not a cartoon, though. I'm midway through Westworld. West Is that in the theme park? Yes, it's yeah. on. It's on Sky. Uh, but yeah, I've yeah. most recently watched Succession, which is absolutely un- incredible. It's the best thing I've watched in a while. But anyway, go mm. on. Your questions. All right. Uh, if Panda was to play Football Manager, what formation and style of play would you look to implement? Uh, will we see any of this used in the new FM series? Fig. Will we see any of this used in the new FM Football Manager series? Oh, okay. So for me. Oh, F.I. Hammer says, I think he'd use a 4-2-3-1 that dominates possession, but patient with slow tempo. Now, I'll tell you what I'd play. I would build a 4-3-1-2. Oh, wow. And I would bring in somebody with the balance and two-footed nature of like a Pavel Nedved from the past. (laughs) And I'd like to put someone with that comfort receiving the ball in the one, you know, behind the two strikers. Yeah. And I'd like to build around that number 10 and I'd like to bring the number 10 back into fashion. And I'd have three very who, who is mid- Who is the Pavel Nedved of today? Is the question. Um, Who's a two-footed... You could, you, Coutinho 10. can go both ways on the dribble. Uh, no? He's, um, he's not got a good left foot. No, he's not, but... You can't can look go? further than KDB, can you? Um, yeah, KDB can go both sides on a dribble. I'd, I'd want someone a bit smaller and a bit more athlete, like, dynamic. Maybe a, a prime Dimmy Payet. Yeah, or like an, an Ariel Ortega from the old days. Oh, okay. Or like a, a Pablo Aymar. Oh, yo. Yeah. So I'd have, I'd have three very strong athletic midfielders, you know, like Janino, um, Essien and Diara from Lyon's glorious yeah. three-man midfield. And then I'd build around a really exciting number 10. So a 4-3-1-2. Wow. That is quite something, well, isn't wait, it? Yeah, over to you. Uh, I'm a I'm a, I'm a strong 4-3-3 man, I think, these days. I was very much yeah. a 4 2 3 one um man but i yeah i quite like this uh the kind of inside forwards trend with a with a number nine that's kind of like a facilitator like a benzema or a firmino um i'm quite liking that that model at the moment uh will will we see any of these used in the new fm series i don't know yeah the fm series is is chugging along we did a little test what's the Uh, fm series so i'm starting a a football manager series with fpl chef at some point soon Um, he's like a he's he's a football manager mogul uh what you're gonna play you're doing it together yes so it's gonna be the first ever i've not seen one on youtube anyone if anyone wants to correct me i've never seen a co-manager series on youtube before for football manager so um Mm. yeah new brand follow it at uh tika mazalas uh on on twitter how have I missed this? Yeah, it's it's been a big week, Teacher. hasn't it? Okay, yeah. Well, um, okay. Is it my turn, is it? Uh, yes. Uh, EFC Index. Uh, pick one club in Europe to watch for the rest of your life and you can't watch any other team ever again. Who are you watching and why? These are, these, these are difficult on the spot. Um, 
I love Pep and I love Pep's style of play, but I'm not watching City because the stadium's empty all the time and they're not great <laughs> fans. So I can't go there. Um, yeah, difficult, difficult. Maybe, um, and I'm not, you know me, I'm, I watch a lot of the top six, seven clubs in each yeah. league. I'm not knowledgeable enough lower down. So I'm just trying to narrow it down in my head. Um, maybe, maybe Liverpool under Klopp. Bloody hell. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd obviously watch Arsenal, wouldn't I? I'd That's have to. A stupid answer, yeah, but like, stupid answer. Uh, apart from that, fair. no, 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 it's a realistic answer. It is, yeah. Okay, it's realistic. Um, is it my turn or your that? turn? Your turn. Oh, gone. We'll move on. Um, it's my turn. Bobby Axelrod. That's. If you had to build the perfect footballer, who's left foot, right foot, head and brain, are you going to pick any players? Should we do this like a draft? Oh, go on then. So you pick first. Okay, okay. Left foot, and then I'll pick no, two. No, no, can't we work? Down? No, 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 no. Can't we go brain, brain down? <laughs> okay, brain down. Okay, because I'll but then, But then remember, brain. I go brain and head after. You, I go brain. Then go I go head. brain and head. Yes, okay, and then I go head and right foot. Fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, my brain is going to be uh, Iniesta. Wow. My brain is going to be, I think, Andrea Perlo. Did he have the speed of thought that idiot? Oh, come on, come on! Just wa- watch him, okay. watch him in that yeah. uh, in that Euro twenty twelve. It's just watch his watch his every touch. I'm sure there's a compilation somewhere. But I don't is... think Pirlo could have played in the oh. Premier League. But I think Iniesta, oh, come you... on, come no, on! So, so you're no. so you're telling me Michael Carrick, Michael Carrick played in the Premier League oh, for God shit, knows. Yeah. Paul Scholes played in the Premier League. Cesc Fabrega, Santi Cazorla, all mm, these mm. unathletic. And you're telling me Andrea Pirlo couldn't cut he'd, it. He couldn't he'd cut it. He'd touch the he'd, he'd oh. touch the Seb of Verons to me. Oh, stop it! You know Veron couldn't cut the pace. <laughs> watch, thing. watch Andrea Pirlo against England in the Euro 2012. Watch those highlights after this. It's ah, oh, mm, magic. Mm. magic. It, if you look at David Silva though, oh. how he's tore it up. Imagine Iniesta in this. You know, um, okay, so you're going to go for Pirlo. I'm going to go for Pirlo and then head. I'm going to go for, mm. I'm going to go for Tim Cahill's heading ability. Yes, yes. Oh, what I'm going to go for, all... oh, go on, sorry. Go on, no, I was just going to say, no, what, no, a, what, a, what a header of the ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for Oliver Beerhoff's head. <laughs> all right. just thought, I just thought about that on the spot. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Oliver Beerhoff's head and then, and right then the right foot. I'm going to go for, I mentioned him a little while ago on the podcast, uh, played for Leon. Just the most spectacular free kicks. Look them up on YouTube. Juninho. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, right foot. I'm going to have to go for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. And then do I go left foot as well? Yes, you do. Do I also get Messi then? Yeah, you do. Yeah, so I've got Messi, Ronaldo, and then I've got Tim Cahill's header, and then I've got Pelo's brain. Okay, so my left foot probably has to be Van Persie. Oof. So I've got I've got Van Persie's left foot, I've got Janino's right, I've got Oliver Bierhoff's head, <laughs> and Andreas Iniesta's brain. It's a decent, mm. decent couple of players there. Okay, um, it's my turn, isn't it? Oh, sorry. EJ Footy Index. Uh, will FI announce a dividend increase or plans for a dividend increase when they roll out the matching engine? Well, I suppose we've already had that answered, haven't we? I don't, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Doesn't seem doesn't seem like it. And um, I don't know if EJ's listened to last week's. I am extremely bullish on the idea of them having a dividend increase this summer. So I would have honestly said, even without knowing, no, we won't see one with a matching engine. But we will get news of one before the new season begins, whenever that is. I think we're going to see a PB and an MB increase because we've got the media review 
Um, so I think we're going to get a media uplift to smooth that transition over. And obviously PB, I think we're going to get a boost as well. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if we got something extra uh, to kind of give a little bit of lift to the lower end, whether that be long-term dividend or something like that. But I'm being a bit over the top there. But PB and MB, I believe. Do you think the same thing? I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think we will see some sort of... Um uh what do you what what's the actual word for it when they're going to review mb but they're going to give us a little cushion i think and then yes, they're they, also going to yeah. i think they're going to increase pb as well before the new mm. season mm. I, I think it, with this new um you know when the, with this new matching engine they're going to go all out as soon as football yep. comes back it's yeah i agree time to strike um if i uncle richard I, I, hello uncle yeah it's your turn what was the point of the crap injured player IPO listing this week? Hashtag Jag safe. Um, I, I, I don't know, mate. I really don't know. <laughs> I, I really am stumped for answering within this one. I thought they must have, they must have done something on the back end. And uh, yeah, they must have just done something on the back end, and they must have just wanted to test something out i don't know maybe it's like a new because i remember the um cto saying that a thousand people can be on the platform at the same time before it starts to go wonky and thirty-seven thousand people try to get jude bellingham which is an insane amount of people maybe they've increased that capacity for load but then if the ipos are coming in a different way i don't know if that's necessary i don't know look i'm, I'm tying myself up in nuts here mm. Got no idea. I, huh? I, I don't know, Uncle. No, I, th- I I just think it's a trial. They're trialing a gateway load management, seeing what how how the new process they've built, how the data flows along it from checkpoint to checkpoint. Um, I, I don't know. I think just, just it clearly was a trial. <laughs> I don't know why this reason. has come to her head now, but have you have you seen uh, the meme that Matt's created for this one? No, I haven't. No. It's uh, it's Balotelli and a panda holding a Michael Ricketts trop- top trump card. <laughs> that is good. That is good. So delivers good. again. He delivers. He delivers. Do you know who someone else who did deliver? Uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, Jordan Kenny has, uh, you know, very kindly mm. recycled his question, mm. uh, or a question that was asked to him actually on the pod mm. when he was there. Mm. What mm. do you th- What do you think of the last dance? I finished it the other day, so it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Oh, I've not finished it yet, to be honest. But you know, Jordan Twenty Three were in the production company, and you know, I like to look at things in depth and quite meticulous and. I think it's been obviously built to put him, rightfully so, in my opinion, on this pedestal of, you know, an all-time, the all-time great athlete and sportsman and teammate. But there is some artistic license here, and uh, it doesn't answer some of the more controversial questions in great depth um, for me. So it's clearly the way they've done it, one of the great sports documentaries of all time. But, you know, it's a, it's a Jordan paradise it's it's designed for that and uh, rightfully so so don't think he was going to give the footage away unless jordan 23 worked in the production team mm, yeah he uh it's, it's, do you know what i really love about the, the the production of it is the way they um they kind of go in from showing him footage on the ipad yeah. and then back out i just love it i just love it i love it yeah yeah and we're gonna get a patriots one because they're oh. a 20 year dynasty uh, yeah and then Probably a, maybe a Yankees of the nineties. I was thinking about great American sports dynasties. There's probably going to be more of these now. Mm. 
Mm. We don't really get dynasties. Do we? I guess you've got Pep City, Fergie's United would be a good one. There, there are Wenger's first ten years, I suppose. Wenger's first ten years. Can I can I ask a follow up actually? Because we had a couple cool. of questions. We had one which was from Ben Q. I think off the top of my head. What are your top mm. three uh, football documentaries? And I had we had another one, and I apologies, I can't remember who put it. It was top three sports documentaries. So let's let's get that out of the way because I think there's loads of matching engine questions that we have to answer after this. Okay, okay. I- I liked there's a there's a documentary I love out there for any cricket fans called Babylons of Fire about the Great West Indian pace attack in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that. There's a basketball film called Hoop Dreams off the top of my head, which is uh, about college players and their journey. I think it's called that. That was very good, and uh, probably the Last Dance. Mm. I'll put Last Dance up there as well. Uh, I really like the uh, Magic Johnson Larry Bird's documentary. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, great. Love that one. Oh. And then I really, really like the um I really like the Maradona film. Fantastic. Fantastic. Have you good. seen that? Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, let, let's get let's get stuck into some uh, matching engine questions. Okie dokie. Have you got one for me? I or... don't. I'm trying oh, to there's okay, so many questions. Well I'll yeah. tell you what, I'll answer one here, Football Index Italy. Why is everyone crying on Twitter? I honestly think because a lot of people are following my my train of thought. Not that I've shared it, but I just think humans are naturally hoarding money because they want to play with the match engine. And yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So I think that's creating some apprehension and kind of some frustration uh, amongst the community. We had one from Lee Butler, didn't we? Oh, I'm trying wow. to find it. I don't think that was a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh, no, I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. What did he say? Did he say... Uh, is Haaland overpriced or oh, no. oh. priced correctly? Who, this was asked. Meant? This was asked on the Sunday yeah. as well. On the Sunday was pod, it? yeah. So this yeah. What was up. your answer? That's what, uh, I'm what did Phoenix said that he was about rightly priced, but or he, okay. he, he actually you know he said he was underpriced, but he's not he's not got in on on the action yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Fi. What about this one, Luala? I'll just answer him because I, I, I like this guy. If you had to build a team, what percentage of your budget would you spend on each position? And he needs to come back next week and tell me where what I'm aiming for. Because if I'm a club coming up from the championship, yeah, this is this isn't specific enough. I looked at that question. At the, yeah, because you know we need been, more context, Luala. Yeah, we do because the data suggests, and he should know this, that if you build solidity and you build from the back, you've got more chance of survival as opposed to blowing it on strikers. So what Newcastle have done this year, fairly solid. You know, they're, they're mid-table, aren't they? Lower mid-table. So Lua Lua, you need more context. Am I building a, a Champions League winning team? Uh, a relegate, you know, tell me who the team is. Right, I had one here that was actually asked on my retweet. All right, so not on your thread. Mm. Uh, football Index Investor, who are you placing your first five bids on? <sighs> Jude Bellingham. Give us, give me, give me like a one-liner for why on each one. Five players. Um, I'm gonna be greedy and try and pick up Jaden Sancho more of him. Um, <laughs> can I, cause... can I ask a quick uh, intermediate? There's gonna smudge a question in there from Fitland of Scotland. Thirty pounds Sancho exit discussed on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Can you go into that a bit more? Uh... Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm looking three years ahead. I'm not in a panic to to get off a player that ranks in the top 10 you know the, the upper percentiles for most great stats and metrics and he's coming back to england um and i'm kind of using the 30 pounds as a bit finger in the air because i'm thinking about future dividend increases market cap growth 
I'm thinking about a share split in the next 24 months I'm very confident on. So when I say that, I don't mean under current payouts. I'm talking in two or three years' time with the development of his career. Hmm. So, And I'm not going to go into the yields and the model necessarily because it's... But that's kind of how I... I'm so so that's, that's, that's two? Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, Bellingham, because I spoke about that last week, my upside downside on him. Um, they were going to be the initial two I targeted. Um, potentially some Bruno Fernandes um, because I think that people want to move off of him so there could be some very good prices to get there for a proven dividend yield winner so I would be very happy with that and then I may go shopping in Italy I've got a couple of targets in Italy that you know could come into play if Italian football returns which I think might be the next league mm. Yeah. Mm. can you answer that? are you willing to? Uh, no no, because you don't like to kind of. No, I don't. No, I'm, I'm, no. I'm going to keep my client. Uh... Uh, another one I'm going to go for is Trent because I oh, think that Alec- I think Trent has. Um, yeah, I think with the Premier League coming back, he's he's risen today a little bit, but there might be some people want to get off him. So yeah, I don't... just some names that come to head. I'm going to ask one adjacent one uh, before some more matching engine questions, Mister Doe. From a technical standpoint, what is the greatest goal you've ever witnessed in your football Ooh. viewing history? Technically speaking, it, it it's boring, but isn't it? Isn't it Zidane versus Leverkusen when it's coming over the shoulder, the left foot? Do you think that's harder than the Dennis Burkamp against Newcastle? I haven't seen Dennis Burkamp interviewed enough to know how deliberate that was mm. do you know what's a really good one actually another arsenal one sorry um the van persie volley against charlton was that when he was arriving in the air yeah both feet were off the ridiculous ground? yes and de Canio's was great oh. on the left hand side of the box which almost a hint of shape away he kind mm. of it, i think a little bit on the outside yeah oh but de Canio's was funny you mentioned exception. wilshire yeah. there because i actually saw that live and i also saw Giroud's scorpion kick live Weirdly, did you really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, good, wow. Um, good record. There's another good screamers. goal: uh, Ronaldo's free kick versus Portsmouth, technically to get it up and down from oh. a fairly short distance. Oh, the port, yeah, the Portsmouth, Portsmouth, sorry, yeah, versus uh, Old Trafford. Um, Absolutely ridiculous. I, I honestly was gobbled. I, to be fair, Ibrahimovic bicycle kick as well was ridiculous. So is Ronaldo's against Juventus. That was yeah. R- Rivaldo scored a good one for Barcelona. Yeah, when he chests it and then uh, chest it. and then left foot and it goes against the green. Oh, do, do you know what's actually the best one? Ronaldinho against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. That is that is genius. <sighs> it was good, wasn't it? it that was is good. that, it was, that, that is, was that was the shimmy and kind of no real back oh. and outside of the boot, wasn't it? And it kind what's of went the, like a dart. What's the it's the commentary line. It's like Peter check, Peter check didn't move. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just, and Ronaldinho also <sighs> long range ones. Um, oh, do you know another game. really good one? Thierry Henry against United. The little flick, and then he turns around and he bangs it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love that one. Oh, do you no. know what's actually a really good another flick one? Adebayor against Spurs. Have you ever seen that? When he surely no, you've seen that one. I, can't, oh, I, can't, oh, I must have done, but I can't place it. Like the other ones, I see them vividly in front of me. I can't place. To it. be fair, Steven Gerrard against Olympiacos is very difficult. Yes, that is a yes. very difficult technique. Um, really, really hard. But let's... from the acute angle. Anyway, yeah, yeah let's... let's let's move. <laughs> we can go on all day. We can go all day. Yeah, Another, okay, more matching me... engine. Give me more matching. I've engine. got index canary. This is a good question. What percentage cash balance, cash balance do you want for the release of a matching engine? I've got ten percent in cash. Now, bear in mind we might not be able to create that much now, seeing as it launches tomorrow morning. But you know what? 
what is mine? What would you have liked in an ideal world going into that? What is mine off the top of my head? Mine is like 0.4% currently, mm. which mm. is which mm. is very, very lean, isn't it? It's piss poor, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> mine is, let me just try and work out what mine is. It's. I don't think it's very much, sadly. I haven't been able to do very well. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, sugar. <laughs> 0.7%. Wow. We're both doing poorly. That's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, so sorry, Index Canary, I think I think you've done really well. He's going to be buying players off us, isn't he? I, I was kind of looking <laughs> for about 5% cash balance, to be honest with you, and I failed miserably because I got carried away last weekend. Mm. So mm. 10% is healthy. I think you'll have a lot of fun. I think you can do some damage with that. He's going to do some damage in the index. 5%, I would say, for me, they would have been optimal. Yeah, mm. I would have liked uh, uh, maybe a, a smidgen more. We need to hit another couple, don't we? Or I've got FI Hammer here. Should traders who hold many players in the sub one pound market be worried about the matching engine mm. coming in place? Do you believe it will be possible to exit trades pretty easily down there, mm. or are mm. traders going to be stuck with players for longer as there is not in that there is not enough demand? Mm. Really good question. Really good question. I don't know if I said this last week. I may be repeating myself, but when I first joined, I was more experimental because you know you had players at one pound fifty that you could instant sell for one pound forty two. But I knew it wasn't going to be a sustainable business model. And if you look at any other bookmaker, you place a bet with 365. If the bet deteriorates in terms of the outcome moving towards you, you're going to get offered a worse cash out price. This is the same principle, really. You know, Football Index shouldn't be there to bail us out of bad bets. So some players you may struggle to get out of, but I really believe it's on a case-by-case -case basis. And the majority of players, average to lower average ones and good ones especially you'll be able to get out of mm. um, but the extremely bad bets and the extremely bad players you may have a harder time shifting them or you're going to have to sacrifice you know a chunk yeah. you know a 30 to 40 percent hit i think to get rid of it in the extreme cases unless you're very patient yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Have do you, you agree? what do you think what, what, what do you say sorry do you agree i i do agree I do. I think um, I think it's one of those things, isn't it? That it's, it's just about demand, supply and demand. It doesn't matter what about the price. It's about supply and demand. And yeah. um, if the demand is there, the spreads are going to be tight and you're going to be able to push those babies out really quick. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I mean, Rafa Guerrero, I mean, for example, right? He's, he's not sub one pound. He's one pound 50. And, you know, some people would have held for ages and put him in the queue for ages. But sometimes you have to let the market come to you. And you've got to be, you've got to realise that you're not going to be able to just fluidly exit positions willy-nilly all the time. And I think we've been spoilt a little bit. Um, and recently with the margins of instant sale, which have grown, you know, from 3% to 5% to 8% to 10%, 8 to 10% becoming the norm. Like now we're going to see across the board, the players with demand are going to have really tight spreads. The players that don't have demand are going to have uh, larger ones. And it makes absolutely. sense. That's a market. And we said a few weeks ago, this period, I think, would be really good for building patience and developing some trade I, Sorry, skills. I'm just going to interrupt you. How much Go easier ahead. is it going to be to explain it to someone that you worked in finance with back in the day, yeah. Football Index now, in terms of how the spreads are allocated? Like, it, it just, you're just going to be, be able to explain, like, how a market functions? Yeah, to an extent. I mean, you can't short, but, no, you know, it's, it's, it's far, uh, far more logical. Um and fluid and it makes 
you know, so much more sense. And it's such a natural progression for the platform. I mean, we don't need to go over our thoughts on it. We're both very positive about it. But um, yeah, so yeah, so hopefully we answered that one. Uh, there's a couple of very quick ones here. Go on. Panda, am I still confident in the football returning on the 13th of June? <laughs> no, because I never had any idea how poorly this would be handled at, at the government level. Mm. Uh, that's just my opinion. So I was basing that on the information I had in front of me at that time. And I still feel the 13th of June was a valid guess that far out. Mm. But seeing how poorly they're... Very they're good being, guess, to be fair. I mean, even if it's like the 25th of June, that's a stunning I think guess. it would have been if it wouldn't have been such a shit show. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so I'm not confident on the 13th of June. Um, it's a shame, isn't it? Because the government have done some things well, but they've just recently done some balmy things i think yeah, oh, i don't know yeah, we won't yeah, get into it yeah. this isn't the political no show. we shouldn't know um and then another one here um would i be he's asking me would i be skeptical of a high scoring mb article if luke shaw <laughs> 10 times 20 points and sancho hit a 240 beauty is in the eye of the beholder he's got incorrect frodo swaggins <laughs> this is incorrect I do not care about individual daily wins. I do not care if my player's winning. <laughs> Honestly, it's for the, it's the good of the, the platform. Good of the platform. And any more questions like that to me, young man, you know, you, you'll get a, a block. <laughs> I, won't, I wouldn't have a block. I thought you were going to threaten him physically there, but no, obviously never, you never, can't never. social distancing, you know. I wouldn't do that. Even if you but, wanted uh, to. No, I, d I don't care. A block. I still, I still believe that. It should be tighter and you shouldn't get a 260 article versus a 20. Uh, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll leave that for another show. Uh, yeah. Any others? Any more for any more? Uh, just trying to... Any, well, we go, give me your final, final thoughts on what's unfolded today. You're going to be up bright and early tomorrow? What time is it launching? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. So I'm going to wake up, set the alarm for a leisurely 5 to 10. I'm going to go and brush my teeth. That takes me two minutes. Use my wonderful uh, water flosser. That'll give me a minute. Down a litre of water. Get my piece of paper out with my 10 targets at 9.59 and be ready to go at 10 a.m. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, similar. You're going to get up early, pull yourself out of bed? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why the fuck? I mean, we, we both <laughs> tend to kind of... Mess I mean, it's only going to happen once, isn't it? Bloody hell. I know. I don't want to. And I'm, I'm, I'm not happy that it's 10 a.m., but I think we have to kind of get ourselves up tomorrow for it. <laughs> should I, should I, I might live stream from 10 a.m.? Who knows? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Anyways, uh, where can people find out more about you? Bloody hell. What, 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 how many topics were covered? How many footballing moments were covered in this, in this hour? Crikey. I, my head is spinning, to be honest. <laughs> and I kind of apologise for anyone listening. If it's yeah. true, because it's, it's not gone. fair. People keep saying, oh, Fig, it's, you know, it's, it looks like you're getting inside info. It's like, I don't want it to be like this. I want, I want to react to news, you know? I want, I want it to be all in front of me. I don't want to be mid-recording. You know? Honestly, it's a disaster. And, and have my you know... brain absolutely pummeled pummeled I'm by fi i'm sweating i've thought oh, all these questions the trouble when you look at these questions and you just react to them blind it's very difficult to come up with it on the spot oh so, um, more for you next week yeah. okay all right so um you take care i'll see you for the match engines tomorrow at 10 a.m i'll catch you bright and early mate <laughs>